0: Welcome back, you are listening to Read It and Weep, the podcast about the worst in modern fiction. I'm your host, Alex, and I've got, as usual, Chris and Ezra here with me. Chris, uh, in Seattle, Washington. It does, sounds a little braggy, I know, but he minored in English. Hi, Chris. Hello, hello. And uh, we have Ezra in Northern California. Ezra is uh, currently working on his MFA in creative writing and has sat through over 300 hours of writing workshops, so Ezra knows when things are terrible. How's it going, Ez?
1: Oh, It's great. <laughs>
0: Um, I have no particular reason why I'm here except for the fact that I host the website that's my qualification (laughs) we are still talking about Twilight this is our final podcast on book one of Twilight and Uh, we we finished from disc seven all the way to the end and dare I say I think it may have gotten worse. <laughs> um, I was not expecting that, but it, it totally happened.
1: My, my version actually got better, um, and I'll tell you why. It's because I, uh, I figured out that on your iPod, if it's set as an audiobook, you can tell it to read faster. And so I listened to 25% less than everyone else did. <laughs> and it was so good. Didn't, um, is it all squeaky and mouse-like? It's it's pretty schizophrenic. It's like it's just it's a, it's a touch below Alvin the Chipmunks though. It's like Al Alvin like it's like Alvin when he just woke up reads. Um, <laughs>
0: <Twilight>.
1: <laughs> well, that is wow. a great tip, and in fact, I think
0: at some point we may put po- we should post that on the website how to make that happen so that you can listen to twenty five percent less. I couldn't bring myself to do it because although I hate the audiobook reader's voice. And the oh, way she reads yeah. the book, I I think I would hate it even more if it was higher pitched.
2: Well, um, the thing actually, it's not really it pitch corrects the speed, so it just digitally like compresses.
1: Does it now? Yeah. M- most of uh, most of the thing is just like you kind of there aren't as many spaces between the words is really what the sense that I got.
0: Well, if the, it, that is that is an amazing technology and one that was built for <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> But but yeah. we're being we're being far too critical for this early in the show. As usual, I think we should start with a compliment sandwich. So you are this will be your penultimate Twilight the book compliment. Does anybody have something they'd like to start with? Yep. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right, I can't wait.
1: I found a way to make it go faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a compliment to you, not to the book.
1: All right, there was less of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, I'll I'll let you off with that one. Chris, do you have something?
2: <laughs> yeah, I do. Um you know, she knows her strengths and exciting action is not one of them. Um, <laughs> it was good of her to limit that way, to the last yeah, 10,
0: ten course, minutes of the book. She
2: found a way yeah, she found a way to uh to give us uh an action scene without having to write any <laughs> of an action scene. Um, <laughs> it it was it was you know she knows what she can do, and she knows what she can't do. And writing, <laughs> right. well...
0: She can't write, write though, and she wrote a book, yeah. so obviously <laughs> that's a limited scope theory. compliment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very limited. My compliment is um, uh, is that it is also is related to the action sequence, and mine is more of a compliment than yours, I think, was, but my compliment is in the in the action sequence when the hunter and we'll talk more we'll explain more of what's going on in a second, but when the hunter is getting ready to do her in he totally punches her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a serious compliment for Stephanie. I was kinda surprised. I was I mean, it happened. everything happened exactly as I would have expected it to happen, with the exception of Edward showed up and saved her life after she got her face broken in, and I love that that happened. I love that 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 Stephanie Meyer went that way and let him let her get punched in the face.
1: Um, when I got to that point, I was like, oh, "Holy crap! It's a snuff film." <laughs> <laughs> Minus the sex, <laughs> it's I a killer. There's just gonna be no sex. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm really looking forward because we're watching the movie next. I'm really excited to see her get punched in the face. <laughs> I just can't wait to see her face bloodied as she gets thrown through a mirror and her leg broken. Oh, that was so great.
1: It's, um, that's a really intense scene. I mean, like I was, I was decently shocked. I was like, I was, I was surprised because I didn't think Stephanie Meyer had the balls to, um, you know, kill off the character as she so totally should have. <laughs> and and she didn't, of
0: course, but she did get closer than we expected. Yeah. We've gotten a bunch of feedback on... Uh on the show so far, and and two things that we're, we're going to try to do today is, one is we're going to try to give some more explanation of the plot, because as many of you pointed out, you haven't read it and don't plan on it, and we would hate to good encourage you. you to change that. Yes, yeah. Good <laughs> for you. Major ups for that decision, so the, if we give you a little more plot, you can follow along better without having to actually read it, so to start things out today, what, I, what I'd like to do is I want to play track one of CD1, this is the, the first... 30 seconds or 45 seconds of the book or so. So let's listen to this to remember just how far we've come. Because what Stephanie Meyer did was she she, she tarantino did. it. She started with the ending scene in her little introduction and then ch- in like the preface. And then chapter one goes back to the beginning and tells the story in order. So let's go listen to the thing that we were promised on page one. And then we'll work our way back to the end, that end that we got to. Okay.
1: Okay.
3: I'd never given much thought to how I would die, though I'd had reason enough in the last few months. But even if I had, I would not have imagined it like this. I stared without breathing across the long room, into the dark eyes of the hunter, and he looked pleasantly back at me. Surely it was a good way to die, in the place of someone else, someone I loved, noble even. That ought to count for something. I knew that if I'd never gone to Forks, I wouldn't be facing death now. But, terrified as I was, I couldn't bring myself to regret the decision. When life offers you a dream so far beyond any of your expectations, it's not reasonable to grieve when it comes to end. The hunter smiled in a friendly way as he sauntered forward to kill me. Also, what's up with the
0: guitar? <laughs> <laughs> there was some postpo on the on the audio book. That's fine.
2: No, no, but someone's like, let's make it have a little bit of attitude. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're like, you're like in a in like a roadside bar. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense with the rest of this book because this book is made of like sunshine and kisses and uh, virginity,
1: <laughs>
0: so. cloudiness and kisses and virginity. I like it. So, uh, one of the things I love about this, listening to it again, is it's a great, it's a, just a perfect example of uh, of Bella having no greater concept of the world, in that the way she says when life gives you something so far beyond your expectations, and all she got was a boyfriend who can't kiss her, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he may be a cool guy, but in her life, she never expected to ever get a boyfriend, the book could be called Bella Gets a Boyfriend.
1: And that's about it. And that's <laughs>
0: And one time got punched in the face real hard. Bella gets the first base and then gets punched in the face. But that's what that's that's how she describes looking back on this whole saga. I mean, her wildest expectations are so much tamer than my really mundane every seven seconds expectations.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm also going to put it out there that she uh, she also says, I never expected it would end like this. But I think that if you're you know messing around with vampires, being killed <laughs> by a vampire is a pretty <laughs> legitimate expectation.
2: <laughs> when they told you, stop hanging out with us, you're going to die. they are going to kill
0: you. Yeah, absolutely. right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> foresight has
0: never seemed to be one of her her main downfalls. Yeah. That's true. Uh,
1: it's um it's really good that Edward came along because before this her dream was um accidentally killing herself in like a badminton net. Like that was <laughs> like that was the nice. highest <laughs> she could have achieved. <laughs> I
0: had totally forgotten when I was listening to the end that this had, that this was the beginning that she started out by telling us about this room. Uh so it was kind of fun to go back and go, oh yeah, she, she teased us with this at the beginning, because there's so long that happens where there's nothing at all about anything that it was easy <laughs> to forget that there was going to be a life and death plot for a few minutes.
3: Yeah. yeah. So
0: and, and like, so here's, what, here's how I would summarize what happened in the book, is, say, out of 20 chapters or so, the first eight, 18 are about the mundane and rated G courtship... Of Bella and there's a, a lot of staring, and yeah. there's a lot
2: of mooning over each other, and he's perfect, and he likes her for no discernible reason.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, people who have listened to us and said, well, we, we don't actually know what's going on. Nothing's going on. There's no <laughs> story. There's no... She's
2: in high school in Forks, and it's boring, and she likes the boy. And they're and vampires. people like her, but and they're vampires. The there's, no,
0: there's no arc of any kind, there's no major plot points. In fact, I, until, like, chapter 18, when all of a sudden, bang, rival group of vampires show up from out of nowhere and decide they want to kill Bella, and that's all they want out of the world. And, so she Which
2: also g- makes very little
0: sense, you know? Well, I mean, the I, I gave, I gave, the, okay, I let that go because... They Who doesn't van- want to kill Bella? Vampire, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to kill her so bad. As usual, we did learn some more fun things about Edward. Um, like, so in this in this section, she went and visited Bella went and visited Edward's house with his, and met his yeah. family. And yeah. we found out his stereo is also better than hers. <laughs> Yet yeah. yeah, another thing he does perfectly. He's an, he's got an audio file. and when I don't, I don't, when she was listening to the the stereo, she was like, "It really sounded like the band was right there in the room," because his stereo was perfect. <laughs> it it yeah. was it was a it was a more than human stereo.
2: Yeah, and I love that like each one of the vampires has like their own age appropriate hobby. You know, like doctor. his hobby is like collecting art and he has a lot of books, you know, and Edward, he's like the 17 year old vampire. So if he's going to be perfect at one thing,
0: it's going to be collecting CDs, you know, (laughs) it uh, it was damn annoying. Well, there Uh, there was a couple of things that I really enjoyed that I'm going to list unless you guys have anything else you'd like to talk about first. Um, Some things I loved. So Edward at one point stays the night at Bella's house. Not to do anything but just to stare at her while she sleeps. And in the morning she wakes up
2: sick fuck.
0: (laughs) So she wakes up in the morning after he's like stayed up all night watching her sleep and she asks for a human moment. That's literally she's like, Can I have a human minute? And then she leaves because she has to poop, right? we We finally got to hear about Bella pooping as her human minute, which of course makes me wonder if Edward poops because if he does, he poops way better than she does
2: <laughs>
0: he's like every every single day is a post thanksgiving. I want to take a picture of this and share it with the world. This is so amazing poop
1: well, wait, hold on a second um, he eat. yeah, he doesn't eat human food; he just drinks you know like animal blood like every so often. are you so saying like, he
0: I- he has regularity issues?
1: I'm just wondering well I'm sure it's regular, just not as regular, like it's not as frequent, I guess. You know, it's maybe just like once a month.
0: Yeah, he poops <laughs> on like reptile time. How that does he perfect? <laughs> How does he ever have time to read a newspaper? <laughs> well,
1: well he doesn't reads newspapers that's
0: why. perfectly. So you know, <laughs> he probably is a perfect speed reader. Yes. Yeah. Let me play for you a couple of things that I I liked. Um, First, I think a quintessential example of how much of an idiot Bella is. This is just how dense and uh, unimpressive intellectually she is.
3: He chuckled darkly and finished his sentence. Because technically, we don't need to breathe. He lifted his hand, moving it to rest against my neck. The speed of my heart reacted to that, but I persisted. You don't have to breathe, I demanded. No, it's not necessary, just a habit, he shrugged. How long can you go without breathing? Indefinitely, I suppose, I don't know. It gets a bit uncomfortable, being without a sense of smell. A bit uncomfortable, I echoed. So
0: he says, I don't need to breathe. And she says, you don't need to breathe? No, I don't need to breathe. How long can you go without breathing? <laughs> <laughs> I she said I don't need to. I, yeah, I think I mentioned forever. <laughs> he has to he has to explain it to her over like okay, well maybe okay, okay, forever's too long. Put it in minutes. all of them that's how long that's how many minutes all of the minutes I don't need and then and then right then claws come out cuts her fucking throat if it's any other person writing this book she's so dumb and also there's that perfect there's another great how every time he touches her her heart goes crazy oh that reminds me late in the book when she's in the hospital
2: Oh, okay, so after after all this, you know, fighting and whatnot.
0: Yeah, yeah. so she gets she gets beaten yeah. up by the bad vampire. He saves her life. They're in a hospital, and whenever he touches her at all, her heart literally stops. As is, she's plugged into a heart monitor. So the nurse comes in and is like, "Wow, the, these crazy things have happened with your heart," and she has to say, "No, I'm fine," because every time he touches her, her heart stops beating. She flatlines. <laughs>
2: Why? Why doesn't she just die?
0: (laughs) If you just kissed her a little longer.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, like, (laughs) because if her heart was actually stopping, she'd be she'd be in serious pain,
0: brain damaged even. Yeah. How would you know? How would you tell?
1: There's yeah. um there's one point that I liked after Bella gets the shit beat out of her and the vampires save her, vampires are like.
3: It's time to move her, Carlyle said. No, I want to sleep, I complained. You can sleep, sweetheart. I'll carry you, Edward soothed me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and and I love that moment because. Because it just shows us how terrible she is at surviving. You know? Like like when everything everyone's telling her like, you know, look, you just barely survived, right? You have to go to the hospital. She's like, No, I'm gonna sleep here.
0: Like I'll she should be dead. Yeah, but she I, should be dead eight times over. But I've got a it's I didn't get a nap yet. The yeah. <laughs> um the uh we're, we're sort of bouncing around here. We're not going in, in chronological order, but that's probably okay. Um, we did find one thing that Bella was good at, though, was when she, was, she decided she had to run away from the good vampires and sacrifice herself, which is why Bad Vampire catches her is because he tricks her into sacrificing herself With for the, the good VCR. Of <laughs> With oh a VCR! Oh, my God.
2: No, no, no. no. Before <laughs> we get to what you're talking about, I just have to, I have to jump in here and just talk about the stupidity of the trick the supposed trick that happens. Right. So, I mean, Alice, one of the vampires in the good vampire family, can see the future, and you'd think this would be very helpful in planning. And it is, because at some point they're like, hey, Alice, is our plan going to work? And she closes her eyes, she's like, yep. I mean, <laughs> what if she said, nope, it's not going to work. Okay, guys, new plan. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's really, you know, it's kind of a cheater thing. Trial so and error, like, yeah. I see a room with a VCR in it, you know, and and he's spending a lot of time with that VCR. It's just, she's so dense. It's it's kind of like the "I don't have to breathe" thing. like yeah. You'd think that anybody in the room when they're talking about VCR would be like, "Okay, be wary of recorded
0: messages, guys." <laughs> <laughs> um, so and then what happened was that I was uh, after that is. Uh... We finally found, like, right, right before that, when when he has played the tape of her mom saying, "Please, Bella, come help me," and he's and so Bella decides to sacrifice herself so her mom can live. She needs to ditch the good vampires, including the one that can see the future. Uh, yeah. So what she does is the one thing that we've seen her be totally good at this whole book is navigating the Phoenix Airport bathrooms. Yeah. Which she does. <laughs> they, they go to the Phoenix Airport. And then she's like, I need to ditch them. Oh, I remember there's a door on the third floor of a women's room that I got lost in when I was a kid because it has two <laughs> exits.
2: It's not a bad idea, you know? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, well, I mean, clearly the vampire should have been able to hear her running, you know, on a
0: tile floor in a bathroom and been like, huh, Well, wrong. no, but apparently, I mean, apparently but, but no, because they did end up going to the place and saving her life, so clearly they were on top of it. yeah. No. And, I guess that's true. Okay, so to, to 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 get some detail on this, so the final scene, like the final scene, takes place in this ballet studio, as the one vampire had predicted, and there's a showdown where she's standing there, looking across this ballet studio at the bad vampire who's about to kill her. That's that excerpt we heard from the beginning, and then the bad vampire decides to be a comic book cliche, and proceeds yes. to monologue. And tell her every single thing about his plan, about the future, about what's going to happen to her friends, just on and on and on and on, which is unnecessary because the two good vampires, one of them can read your thoughts and the other one sees the future. And yeah. then it doesn't help this girl because you're about to kill her, and he goes on – just such a perfect,
2: well, stereotypical
0: bad guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, and he's got the comic book narcissist thing, which is also cliche, where he's uh, he's videotaping this, so he's monologuing for himself later. To, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so talk to you, Let's talk about prom.
2: Yeah. So basically, I mean, after after she gets the shit kicked out of her by a vampire. And then she spends a lot of time healing, and she still kind of has a busted leg, because dude broke her leg, which I hear is actually a really painful break. Um, breaking, <laughs> anyway.
0: um, Couldn't have happened to a yeah. better person. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> um, so she starts hanging out with the with the vampire family a lot, and then one day they're like, we're dressing you up. And they make her up. And they, they they spend a long time putting makeup on her to try and get her from a seven to a seven and a half. She, and they they, they, a they, dress take, on
0: her. they take a girl with a broken leg in a cast, and they put a stiletto heel on the other foot.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> like really, horribly unbalanced. They, they really like, want oh, her to oh.
0: fall over again.
2: And so do I. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then they put Edward in a suit, and they all kind of get dressed, and they start driving somewhere. And she's like, wait, where are we going? And he's like, oh, you'll see. No, really, where are we going? And they get there, and it's the prom. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: And I her, assumption, yeah, her like, assumption was, no, you're... we're getting dressed so he can turn me into a vampire. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's going to bite me, and I'm going to bleed. And it really, he really wanted me to bleed all over his sister's good clothes. Oh, man. Which, uh... let's all take a moment... And imagine Bella living forever. Oh. <laughs> Everything oh, you said God. last week about how nature wants to kill her, and that's why <laughs> she's so clumsy. I mean, the world might stop existing if she lives forever. That would be a good time for, if there's a creator, for the creator to go, I give up. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> If this is a good time, then that would be my compliment, is she ended the book.
1: Yeah, it's true. It did not go on forever.
0: <laughs> well, it could have been, I mean, like, it it could have been Atlas Shrugged. There could have been another 2,000 pages on this book, but she stopped.
1: <laughs> okay. What? Okay.
0: Uh, Ed? Um... Uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is I'm not a compliment. Struggling. I'm struggling also. I,
0: I, I don't. I've
2: I don't given it,
1: to... it. This is our our third podcast, so I've given it five compliments already.
0: That is true. <laughs> this is your last one you'll ever have to think about. <sighs> I I don't know if you noticed, but I forced my compliment in before we said we were doing compliments because I figured both of your compliments were going to be. It ended. So <laughs> I thought I should take that before you could.
1: I got... Okay, Chris, maybe if you have anything... Oh, I got one. I okay. got one.
2: She clearly demonstrates a basic understanding of how baseball works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she does, that's true. She never yes. says, I'm going to make a home run or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and she talked about grounders yeah. and bases. Yeah. And...
0: Those exist.
2: Something about... Yeah something about a bat. I mean, she's clearly she clearly knows what baseball might be.
1: Um, I think I might have something. Please. I like, okay, so um so at the prom, right? There's the uh <laughs> there's the other the other like possible love interest, uh, Jacob.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jacob shows up.
1: Okay. Um who who's like a werewolf? Pretty much, um,
0: we,
2: it's been hinted at a lot that he yeah. will be a werewolf in other books.
1: And um, hmm. I like it that he doesn't actually want to talk to Bella, but the reason he does it is so he can get a car parked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I love that, that that's like acceptable currency. Um, in small it, town Washington.
2: Yeah. Well, at, on the reservation outside of small town Washington. Right. Yeah. So you know, there's been a there's been a barter system on reservations for
0: you know. More. I and I I love that some people in the world recognize that talking to Bella is not something you want to do without compensation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's really good too.
0: All right, thanks for listening to Read and Weep, episode three, the final, final, final podcast on the first Twilight book. The future is yet to be determined if we'll come back to any of the other books later on, but for now, we're done with this, and we're going to go watch the movie now, and hopefully it'll be less painful. Thanks for listening. Uh, On behalf of Chris and Ezra, my name's Alex, and we will see you next week. Bam. Thanks for checking out this episode of Read It and Weep. You can find more episodes on our website, readweep.com. That's read-weep.com. And you can send us feedback at our email address. It's podcasts at readweep.com.